Hey, everybody, it's Lee. I know we're heading into the offseason, so we wanted to give a shout-out to our title sponsor, NHL Sense Arena, one more time. And again, we have a coupon for $50 off an annual subscription when you use Hockey Never Stops at hockey.sensearena.com. I always like to remind everybody, I've been using this thing for six months, and I'm just blown away, not just from the VR aspect of it and the virtual reality side of things, but the ability to give different perspectives of the game, whether I'm playing as a goaltender, and I got to admit, it is really hard, but it has really given me a perspective from that point of hockey, which has made me a better coach and a better ice hockey player, or the skater modes, which help you work on cognitive skills and other things like heads-up play that you don't normally get to work on in a practice or a game. So I implore you to check it out. It helps us out. It helps them out. Support our title sponsor, NHL Sense Arena. Get $50 off an annual subscription when you use Hockey Never Stops at Hockey.SenseArena.com. Again, that's Hockey Never Stops. That's the code at Hockey.SenseArena.com. Check it out. And without further ado, enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. It's that time of year. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. I want to thank you for joining us today, guys. It's Lee. Welcome to Our Kids Play Hockey. Uh, the gang and I today go over uh, some fun, quirky things that we're thankful for around the hockey verse. Uh, we tried to do it in a fun, kind of comedic way. So we, we know you're going to enjoy this one, a little bit of a shorter episode. So have fun. Uh, and also, since Thanksgiving is here, you know what that means. It's gift giving season. So the team and I have put together some great deals for you on ourkidsplayhockey.com. Uh, check that out or email us directly at team at ourkidsplayhockey.com. We'll send them to you. But the idea is we wanted to save you some money, whether you're looking for an individual gift for your hockey player or some great team gifts for your team that are a little bit outside the box, something different and uh, great ways to support us, great ways to support the team, yourself, your coaches, your Zamboni drivers, your uh, people that run the rink, your parents, whatever it is, let us know. Uh, we're here for you. But without further ado, let's jump into it. Here's our special Thanksgiving 2022 episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. Hello, hockey friends and families around the world, and welcome to a special Thanksgiving episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. I'm Lee Elias, and I'm joined, as always, by my family on the podcast airwaves, Christy Casciano Burns and Mike Benelli. And we're gonna we're gonna shake it up a little bit today. We're recording this right now. If you're listening to this, it's it's the week of Thanksgiving in 2022, and we wanted to do the quintessential what we're thankful for episode with a little bit of a twist. So it's gonna be fun. So make sure you keep listening. <laughs> Um, and we're going to talk about some things that probably don't get enough thanks in the hockey world. And we're going to do it in a little bit of a creative way where I'm going to read a little bit of a, a, a monologue, if you will, of, of thanks. And then we're going to discuss that person or people and talk about why they deserve thanks. You guys ready to just jump into it? Let's go. All right. Mike, Mike is super. Let's, let's do it. Let's go. All right. Here's the first one. Here we go. Thank you, referees who officiate our Mike game at 6.10 a.m. in the cold. You have to stand and watch the bumper car show that is 8U Hockey while listening to parents and coaches explain to you what tripping is. You drive 40 miles for 20 bucks, so take this tip from us. Have a coffee, enjoy the game, and remember that we appreciate you. Guys, let's be honest. We don't thank officials enough. There's an official shortage right now. Uh, we really need to start there. And thanking all of the referees, all the linesmen, for uh, for really just showing up at this point and taking lots of uh, creative suggestions from parents. Especially, I think the mites. You're right. It well, is like bumper one. car hockey. I watched that <laughs> one. Great <first> analogy. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't it's tell like, you how many times. What just happened, right? Yeah, 
how many times there is, you know, a kid steps on a stick or something happens and it's like, you know, what do you want the guy to do? I, I, you know, I don't have the highest of standards with might officiating. It's just, just keep the game going. If there's an obvious penalty, call it, it's going to be a penalty shot anyway, but let the kids have fun. Right. But I, there's always one coach or parent a week. It's good. That's tripping. It's tripping. Oh it's, tripping. It's, just, yeah. it's just like, oh my Don't God. Don't you just love that parent? It's like, are you kidding me? This is a mic game. They're, they trip. They're, they're barely skating. Yes. There's going to be tripping there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. They don't even know the rules fully. They don't know the rules fully. We're yelling at it. I remember last year uh, I, we were at a tournament and a kid got uh, injured, you know, for, for might. So he's down on the ice and there was a breakaway and the ref just kind of immediately blew the whistle not really paying attention to the breakaway. And I'll never get this dad jumped down three flights to the stands. He's, That's bullshit. Like, beep, you know, and I remember all the parents like, what are you doing? Like, what yeah. are you doing? And then he, he, yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't worth it um, uh, in that sense. But Mike, yeah, like, like, you know, might up we, officials. I'd say, I'd say 90% of officials are doing a pretty good job. Um, yeah, I mean, they're out there. I think I think you you get what you are the level that you're at. Right. So if you want pro officials, then you've probably got to play pro. So, I mean, it's just it's just it's just, it's just what it is like, the, you know, the, the, the I just saw a statistic actually yesterday or today that we have more officials registered now for the second year in a row than ever before, ever. That's so great. that's great. That means there's a pendulum shift and somebody's out doing a great job recruiting officials. But more importantly, the organizations and the parents are protecting those officials. Right. So I think, you know, those numbers are great uh, that we have so many coming into the pipeline. I can't say that about a lot of sports. Um, so I think uh, bravo for hockey and, and for right. protecting uh, the officials as far as, you know, putting them in, you know, not a safe space, but putting them in a place where they feel like they have somebody having their back and, and that, you know, that, that everybody is becoming a little more educated on the fact that none of them, none of the officials want your kids to get hurt. None of them want, they, they don't pick sides. They don't care who wins. And, uh, but the, the way you can sway that is to get on their back. And then, you know, maybe things do sway because you're just, you're just can't, you're human. You just can't take it anymore. I will I'm glad remind. You, yeah. I'm glad you shared those numbers because I was under the impression and, and we have not heard that in our area. We're still, we're still hurting for, for refs. Uh, the numbers have dwindled. Um, well, I will say it's registered officials. So that means people that have now gone into the, into the pipeline, right? So there must be a lot of young kids getting right. registered. Maybe they're not ready to, you know, officiate a, an 18 U game, but you know, this is where you have to start. You, you, like Lee said, I mean, let's make it, let's make it fun. Let's make it uh, a teachable moment at eight U and 10 U let's try to you know, have some perspective of, you know, we need those young men and women that are wearing stripes uh, when they're 14, 15, 16 years old to continue to grow with our kids so that our kids will have good officials uh, when they get to 18U. Yeah, yeah and, and go easy on the young refs, please, parents. Please go easy on them. Yeah, the and I heard, I heard a, yeah, I heard a horror story from this one mom whose son was, you know, ref in a kid's game and the parents were just brutal and they just reduced him to tears and he never went back. He was done. Yeah. I'm done. That's ridiculous. And the mom said, you know, I don't blame you. I, why would you want to go out there and be berated by these parents and threatened? <laughs> I mean, right. that's how bad it got. It's ridiculous. So well, I, yeah. So here, so here, 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 here it is, Christy, and this could be your next. This you'll see this in your next uh, when you're doing your next article for USA Hockey. But USA Hockey has surpassed twenty-seven thousand officials today for the for just the second season ever. Yeah. So 
That's that's pretty good. Oh, Twenty six thousand of them I'm in Minnesota. That. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Well, they're all in Minnesota, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We got to lump them all in. That's okay. no, it's it's awesome. And look, I'll remind everybody when we had that great episode with Kerry Frazier, uh, one of the greatest refs of all time. He did say, and I I, tell, I say this all the time: you cannot beat the other team and the refs. You can only beat the other team. So keep those refs on your side. I think my only note of this is, you know, maybe lower your expectations a little bit of what a great officiator is, right? Like my my attitude is I just honestly, I want the bare minimum. Call the obvious things and just do the best you can. I'm not expecting it to be a perfect game. And also remember all, uh, officiating is a chance for you to teach uh, accountability and adversity to your kids. Uh, they don't win or lose the games. You do. All right. So with that said, our first big thank you goes out to all the referees and the linesmen and the officiating people out there. Uh, we really do appreciate you and all you do. I, I try and shake your hand after every game. I know yeah. uh, I tell my teams that as well. Again, not every one of them is great, but I'd say most of them are. And uh, if there's nobody there to ref the game, we're not going to have games. So by necessity, we have to thank you. All right. And I love that. Just one more thing. If you haven't started that tradition yet, and my daughter's team does this all the time which i love to see after they do the handshake line the fist bumps with each other the opposing team you know they thank the other coach and then they go right to the refs right. and they all thank the refs which i love so if, if you don't if your team doesn't do that start that next game yeah yep. yep. I, I love the pendulum is swinging as you said chris that's actually good to hear all right let's move on to our next one here we go Thank you, Zamboni driver, for waiting an hour and a half at a time to clean the ice. You may have to tell the last kid to get off the ice every time or the adult league player not to come on until the doors are closed. You may leave a small sliver of the ice uncut, but please accept this sliver of appreciation from us. Thank you. To the Zamboni drivers everywhere, thank you. You clean the ice for very little appreciation. We're always trying to rush you off. We're always trying to get you on as fast as possible. And no one says thank you for doing the ice. But we're saying it. Thank you for doing the ice. Friends. Yeah. They have quite the personalities, don't they? Yeah, it's always I love this one Zamboni <laughs> driver who had a theme song. So his song would play and he'd come out there, which was I'm Too Sexy. <laughs> That's fantastic. That was his song. You'd hear that song. I'm too sexy for my. And there brilliant. he'd be coming out, and that was his song, and it would be so fun. So yeah, lights flashing. Singing the whole that yards. every time the Zam comes. I mean, it's on, so there's, there's so much me. pressure. I mean, coming from a person who's from a family of Zamboni drivers and ice resurfacers, I think that it, it, there's a lot of pressure because every little kid's looking at you. Everybody's watching. Everybody's everybody's judging you. Wondering why you went through the creek <laughs> six times and you didn't need to, and yeah. how come you missed the? How come you missed why, that spot? Why is the water there? on behind the net all the time? Yeah, why do you flood? The, why is the? Oh my god, look at the kick plates. This one's higher over here than this one. The Zamboni guys know what he's doing, or we we should call them uh, properly the ice resurfacers because you do have Olympias, you do have Zamboni. That's true. That's you very true. Your, 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 your I will never home. be able to do that. Mike. Yeah, and, but, I'm Mike, sorry. It's Mike, a there's Zamboni. no song. There's no song called I want to drive the Olympia. Right. Right. And there's even a band, the Zambonis, yeah. right? So right. I mean I can't. No, you're, I'm not gonna do it. I'm you're not, not wrong, it but you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to help Olympia out here a little bit. But I think it's um I but I think you're it's like one of those, you know, you, you think about I think everybody thinks the engine room guy, you know, the Zamboni guy does the ice, goes in, fills the tank up, has a cup of coffee and takes a nap or something. So you know, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and 
And well, you know? no, there's a lot going on. There's there's like they're like Oz. There there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes when those doors close. And you know they're and they're and they're really you know they could be really ornery. You know they want those doors open right away and they don't want you back. They don't want you on the ice. They certainly. I think Lee, you could even add that, you know, uh, you know, the, the Zamboni guy has to get on the ice and get hits, hits in the foot with a puck because some right. kid decides to rim one out at practice again without, you know, and the doors are open. So just be, just be really, just like officials, we need our Zamboni drivers. We do. So and but you're right. I've never met a Zamboni driver who wasn't ornery. Seriously, oh, yeah, I'm a Zamboni driver, so there you go. Oh, there you go. Uh, just when we needed the that explanation, the now we get it. Now everybody yeah. gets it. Now you're we cold. Get it. You're always, you're never warm. You're always Probably. cold, and and, and your feet are wet all the time. You got to miserable. You know, it's a 150 pound net. You got to get off the ice and on the ice, and it's a lot of work. You are the perfect Zamboni driver. <laughs> get off the ice. Get off, get the, off ice. the ice. Blowing the horn, <laughs> get off the ice. I uh, I uh, remember in college, I had a buddy, and we were really seriously thinking about taking the Zamboni drive. Uh, I'm sorry, Zamboni job at the rink, because then we'd be able to stay on the ice as much as we want. I remember I turned to him, I said, "Do you understand? We'd never have to sleep again if you get this job, just because we'd be on the ice all the time." Uh, but it didn't happen, thank goodness. So, right, and I was Zamboni drivers, I actually, I, and for all you teenagers out there, I learned how to drive. For I had a, I, I was driving the machine before I had a license, so it was a lot. It was a great way to learn, uh, you know, how to stay, uh, stay on the road. It was, it was yeah, a, a that's a great idea. We all They're also really good sources of information. They know everything. Want to find out what's going on with a team, the right. coach, the rank, the organization. Yep. Go to the yep. driver. They, they can tell you the difference between right. a concrete rink and a sand rink and the brine that's running beneath it and the entire organs of an ice rink. So yeah, you go. To, uh, got it. to all the Zamboni and Olympia ice resurfacers. <laughs> very good, very good. That didn't that didn't flow as well in the way I wrote that. Uh thank you. Uh let's move on to our next one. Thank you, random parent that does the score clock because no one else volunteered and you are the only one that knows how to do it. You make analog technology look modern, all while watching your kid from a very small glass box of devotion. They may yell at you to stop or start the clock, but all we want to yell at you is, thanks for being here today. The clock people. Thank you, clock people. I, I have been to many games of, is someone doing the clock? And then you see, you know, Johnny's dad roll his eyes like, fine, I will do the clock today. Uh, it's it's a trap typically, but honestly, we it's a very important role for might up, even if it's no score being kept. Thank you to all the people doing the clock. Thank you. Thank you, clock people. And I promise I, mean, I any, won't yell. Clock, clock. Right. Is there any? Is there Love any? Is there, is, is there any look worse than the seeing a coach walking down the hallway? You know, <laughs> nobody. There's nobody assigned to the clock, and the game's going to start in three minutes. And, and every parent just scatters for the, for right. the hills. Yes. It's like, You're right. it's, that's another job. It's so, I mean, think about how nerve wracking it is to try to learn how to use the digital clock and figure out how to put like, you know, Lee, it's one thing to do, uh, you know, an eight U game. Now you got to do, right. you do a 15 U game that has 16 penalties in it, right. two misconducts and, and everybody's in the penalty box. It's a lot of work and, and it's a lot of stress. And so, you know, really uh, do a good job of getting, you know, recruit good people, train them and then keep them. Well, my, my other favorite part of the clock, the, the coach conversation is coaches can get pretty crafty. They know never to be like, you know, hey, can you do the clock today? Or do you know how to use the clock? They don't start with that. They go, hey, what what are you, where are you sitting today? Where are you, is, is your, is your husband or wife here? Oh, you're by yourself. Good. I need you to do the clock today. 
you're, and you're not, you don't see it. You're not going to take any pictures today. Right. So, one, right. so, so I think the one thing I, I definitely uh, can appreciate too, is for some reason the, 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 the people that do the clock and if they're, they're goalie parents, the goalies always have like some ungodly amount of shots on net. Like, right. It's just, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. 400 <laughs> shots on net today. I'm like, how that, is that even That possible? one missed the net. It was intended yeah. no, no, to be It was at intended the net. to hit the net. My That's son, right. had, a move. My son had a move towards that, that puck. That's a save. Hey, just remember, <laughs> you get nine goals against on 100 shots. It's still a pretty good save percentage for the night. You got, well, you got to bump it up. So, you know, I, I'd be careful <laughs> of those. If you, if you have a goalie with a really, really high save percentage, just check to see if the dad is the one doing the puck. <laughs> this is very telly but i thought it would be very helpful i found a great video of how to do the clock and i shared it on my facebook page it didn't get a single like or a single share no, it was want, the nobody, worst, no, it was worst to, post ever no one wants to admit even, it. that's why we were that's why we're thanking them that's why we're thanking them tonight i can see people scrolling down your page going nope nope, <laughs> nope. bye like, i'm gonna i i oh look, the, the uh when hockey stops the puck hog hey look at this, look at this post the puck hog this is a good post there's no, there's no story in the puck. That's going to be the third book, the Puck Hog Three. The dad who was the goalie's father in the in the box run of you had two hundred thirty seven shots against. The search for a good timekeeper. That could be a <laughs> yeah. Well, listen seriously though to all the parents that do volunteer to do this. Uh, thank you. And you know, look, you know, I'll give a shout out to the college student that comes for that ten bucks uh, at the adult league game that does a horrendous job. But you're there. You pretty much just stop, start, and put the uh, the goals up. Um, and you do have to put up with overzealous coaches and players that if you forget to hit start, man, it's oh. the end of the world. If you don't let that three seconds run off. Um, uh, I don't know. What do you think is worse, Mike? I think it's worse when they don't stop the clock versus starting the clock. Yeah. Because you feel like you're losing time. Like at least when yes. you don't start the clock, you feel like you're gaining time. It's almost like, right. it's like the daylight savings time in the, in the penalty box. It's just, Oh, I get more time. And I, right. it was so funny. Right. I always laugh. Uh, I always love sitting on the bench and the clock's not running and we're losing. Right. And, and, and the person forgets to get the clock and all our parents are screaming at them. I'm like, what are you talking about? Let's just let's just take the time. Right. You know, I don't, you know what do you mean? Let's, this is this is to our advantage. Don't start right. the clock. We got more time. Let's let's use it. Look, if it's game seven of the cup final and it's a, a you're leading by one goal. I get it. <laughs> but it's yeah. rarely the situation. Yeah. And then, you know, Caitlin brings up a good point, too, is that, you know, you, you got to remember that, uh, you know, these guys aren't getting paid. It's so funny when I, so I, I have to hire a lot of clock people in, in one of the jobs that I do. Clock and people. <laughs> st staffing the, the staffing and assigning, uh, you know, the score clock operator uh, really is like you, it's a lot of salesmanship. You know, you got to come for the one 1045 game right. at night. <laughs> and right. It's like, I know, I know it's, I know it's $25 and you're, and after taxes, you're making $3 and 50 cents, but and gas money and you got to get there. I, and there's no, the, 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 the snack bar is closed. So there's no coffee. You know, you're not, you really, you know, and you got to watch the game. You can't watch like the, uh, the hockey game on your phone and watch. Sure. You can We talking but, about, I see that all the time. Do you? Okay. Well, that, that's <laughs> all that the time. That all the time. I got the title for the next horror film. Revenge of the clock people. The clock right. people. <laughs> coming, coming back to get, get their time. The, coming, the taglines to get their time back. Time to turn back time. <laughs> That's time great. Time stopped. Why? I didn't hit the start button. 
That's no, great. Mike, Mike, you make a great point. And uh, like, look, again, we're being kind of sarcastic, but to all of you, thank you. Really. The game doesn't run without any of the people that we've mentioned so far. Yes. Different levels of, uh, of, of, I'll say experience and different standards for different clock people, but you're all there and the game won't run without you. I've played in games without a clock and it's oh. devastating. It's, the ref has to go in there, put 20 minutes, 12 seconds, hit start, run out to center ice, and drop the puck by 20, and there's no stoppages in terms of the clock just keeps running. Well, now they so, have the automatic ones. We're, we're, limit, we're So it's another another part of our society that we're starting to eliminate, right? Because you can now have handheld really? uh, wireless uh, clock uh, uh, you know, uh, timers. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't know that. So now you can start and oh, start wow. stop the clock. Well, we don't want to eliminate. We don't want to eliminate scorekeepers, but I think you know okay. if you have to find invest in one of those, and and now your referee can get the the money for the, as a scorekeeper and and officiating. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting to see a a, a non like you know old touch control board and maybe get more digital with it, but we'll see what happens. Um, can we just get Alexa to do it? Okay, can you imagine the ref? Alexa, stop the clock. Stop the clock. Okay. Do you want to hear music between between stoppages? For for twelve ninety nine, you can subscribe to Apple, Sorry. Amazon. Yeah, All right. very good. Um, brilliant. That's brilliant, actually. Yeah, I've, I've, Thank I've, you. I have have an Amazon Alexa at home. In fact, she's probably listening to me right now. I better stop. Okay, let's go to the next one. Thank you, coach, that takes an extra hour after the practice to sit with the kid to teach the game. Your dedication to making sure that the game is more than just a hot shot goal score that you can take credit for helps all of us. Other people may tell you what's the point, but we know the point because you're a great coach. Thank you. Now, this one's a little bit more of a serious one, but uh, I've always been thankful for this. I've always tried to emulate this. The coaches that go the extra mile, you're not just on and off the ice. Really want to give a sincere thank you to you because uh, uh, as the three of us know, typically you don't get the credit where the credit's due with that. Um, and you're not doing it for the recognition. You're doing it for the right reason. So I want to say, and we all want to say, thank you for that. Mike yes. is dumbfounded. No one's ever thanked you, Mike. Well, I'm, I'm thank you. I'm, I'm just, no. I, I, I'm speechless. I'm speechless only Speak. because Speak. I'm only I'm only speechless because I've just never heard a thank you from that. No, I'm kidding. It's just it's just <laughs> I think it. I think it's uh, you're absolutely right. There's a Starbucks right. gift card, Mike. Thanks, yeah. thanks thank for being here. Thank you. Go back to our last episode and get a proper gift. But I think, but I think, but I do, but I do, I do think you're at. Listen, there's there's um, the people and the coaches that go above and beyond. There's the coaches that you know. Unfortunately, sometimes we look and say, well, you know, is that person doing enough? And they're actually doing way more than ninety percent of the people that that are doing youth sports. So I love anytime an adult will take the time on their own time. Um, you know, it's somebody in my book that you, you need to thank. Absolutely. And I agree. Yeah. I agree. Very I'm sure you're both your kids have had a coach or two like that along the way. Oh yeah. Uh, great mentors, uh, really good, um, guys to emulate and, uh, good motivators, you know, uh, they can really kind of turn that little switch on the kid, you know, especially if they seem to be, not energized, but they kind of know how to get them to where they need to be to go that extra step. And, and those are the coaches I admire most are the coaches who see your kid's potential. And instead of saying, ah, not my problem. Like, no, you know what? I, I can bring them 
to where they need to be and to work with them to be patient. Patience. Oh my God. Yeah. Patient coaches. I love them. Yeah, I'll tell you sometimes right <laughs> sometimes you, you don't see that a lot, Taki. You know? Yeah. Eight, you taught me a lot of patience the last yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 what's me. funny is that patience has now gone across the board. It's not just limited to AU. But, uh, you know, like Mike and I were having a great discussion this morning on the coaches site too about uh, coaches in small organizations whose goal is to not leave any kids behind when it comes to coaching, that they enjoy the challenge of the kid who's not succeeding, right? And trying to help that kid, not just cultivating the next Connor McDavid um, and then getting to say, I coached that kid. Um, you know, that that's the true hidden coaching side of things. And And Mike, as you know, these coaches always know more than mom and dad, right? They always know more. If it's your kid, the coach absolutely knows more than your dad, even though your dad told you that yesterday at 3.37 p.m., the exact same message, this guy knows. No, sarcasm aside, uh, it's very hard to coach your own kid. And so we do it, it, appreciate it. It is, that. and, you know, I've been, I've been fortunate to have been hired by some really high-level hockey dads that are high-level players that have great, great skill and great hockey backgrounds that have played at the highest levels yeah. to to transmit a message to their kid that's basically the same message <laughs> so right. i'm like well couldn't you tell him that like well i could tell him that but he's not listening to me so yeah. maybe if you tell him he'll come back to me and say hey you know what coach Pinelli said and then i can punch him in the head but i right. think it's just you know it's like it's like are you like, are you kidding are you kidding me i said i've been saying this for four years and now you're telling me this other coach is telling you that this is the thing we should be doing. I mean, I, I uh, my father, I can, I can vividly remember my father all the time when I was growing up about the need to stop at the net, stop at the net, stop at the net. And I think I had scored, <laughs> I, I scored a right. goal. And, uh, and one of the coaches like really was so excited for me and said, well, you know, Mike, that's because you've really been working on, you know, getting and stopping at the net. That's where goals are scored. They're not scored in the corner. They're scored at stopping the net. And I, I had said to my father, I'm like, yeah, wow. It's, it's unbelievable. You know how much you've learned in this game. <laughs> And I really thought, I mean, I, I, I don't know how he didn't stop the car and tell me to walk home from that point on, but, um, you know, but then you start to remember, oh yeah, that's what, uh, that's what other good coaches have been telling you. And yeah. to Christy's point, finding that individual that can inspire your kid uh, is a blessing. It's really so great. It really that is. You can watch yeah. your child be with a, with a really good person and that's, that's inspiring them to want to continue to come to the rink and get better. Uh, and that's, you know, definitely thanking, you know, those people for sure. Yeah, and I, I just hope the coaches realize the kind of influence that they have on the kids. And you're so right. I remember my husband was telling Sophia, because she had this terrible habit of, you know, poke checking with just one hand, and she wasn't putting two sticks on, two hands on the stick. And he kept telling her, what? You know, you need two hands on that stick. What is this with a single, what is, that's two hands on the stick. Never listen, never listen. One, a coach told her, hey, you know what? You need two hands. It's like, oh, okay, genius. <laughs> Amazing. He's a genius. Yeah. It's like, what? So, yeah, you have an incredible influence on our kids. They listen to you. They'd always listen to us. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll finish it up with saying this, that uh, at least for the most part, as long as there's not too much ego involved, even with the, the jokes we're making, when your kid gets it, doesn't really matter who teaches it to them. You're just happy that they got it, whether it's two hands on the stick or going to the net or back checking or any of the other things that you've definitely told your kid. Uh, it takes a great coach 
to be able to do that. And as you said, Christy, inspire them, right? That's, that's really the business is, is teaching and inspiring and making them believe in themselves and building that self-esteem. So to really all the coaches out there, thank you, but especially those of you going the extra mile, you know who you are. We're talking to you parents that are in your cars driving right now. You know who we're talking about too. Make sure you thank them at the rink. All right, let's go. We got two left. I think we're going to like this next one. Thank you, mom and dad for driving the kids everywhere. You may need to fight to get your kid up to go to school every day, but not for the 4.30 a.m. drive to make it across three states to a game that, frankly, you don't know how it's going to turn out. Your kids sleep while you drive. So while you may hit many red lights along the way, just know that you get a big green light from us. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, That one's all of us. (laughs) That was bad. But I think I think uh, listen, that is on you know that's absolutely spot on. The parents that that get on get up, get going, are are you know remind your son and daughter. There's a couple of really really great uh, Instagram people right now that are like imitating parent their parents and, and coaches, and I I I get a kick out of it only well for two reasons number one they're funny but i'm like oh my god that is me like i did that i can't believe it like if i'm gonna, I'm gonna take that phone and i'm gonna throw it across the room or i'm gonna smash that thing you know and i think you know but it just gives you you know the the ability to to just say well listen all of us we're all the same we're, we all fall into these categories of the highs and lows of the hockey season and um you know moms and dads are important i mean they, they got to be able to get, get you in there to have the warm clothes on have you remind you that uh you probably need some clean gear every now and then and uh, you know, and fuel you up before your game. And I do, and I do like, I love the fact that when you can be in a car with a child that, and they can end the, the road trip and say, wow, that was quick. Yeah. Well, you slept for, for 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. yeah They're on their phones or watching a movie the whole time, which is fine. Yeah. But like, wow, um, that went fast. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to thank hockey for making us who we are you know what i mean like okay so we're the parents who get up early and you know making sure kids get to the rink on time and but thank you hockey for giving us this chance to spend the time with our kids to you know help get them more disciplined and to teach them all that responsibility as well you know what i mean so yes thank you parents thank you hockey for allowing us to be hockey parents you know i love being a hockey parent i just love it I, I'm I'm loving it now too. Uh, I'll be honest with you, my kid's been really getting into goaltending, so that's changed my perspective. But here's a real, I, I, you know, this just this spawned this question in my head. I would like your take on it, my friends. Can a non-hockey parent really ever enjoy fully what a cup of coffee is at that time of the morning? I I don't know if you could fully understand the importance of coffee if you've never done that 4:30 a.m. drive. Yeah, well, unless you're you can't. It's nectar of the gods, but I think I think I, I think yeah. I mean that's that's it. I mean if you're a hunter, then you get you get the feeling of what it is to be a hockey parent. Sometimes I think it's just it's just. But you're going you where you want to go. Yeah, you want to go. Like you're like this is why I get up. I'm I'm ready to go. Like I'm I'm raring to go, and I can't wait. And and I think it is it is really cool when you see your kids wanting to get up too, and they're they're that, excited. That I, love cool. I love that. I love that. I love the hypocrisy. Yeah. Right, you know, Monday rolls around and. It's like, School, oh, yeah. School. Oh, it's so early. It's three hours later than we left yesterday. But that yes. was different. I know. You know, it, it was funny. different. You're it's right. Funny. My wife, this is so true. Still, like, uh, you know, every once in a while, I'll play in a tournament or something will happen where I have to get up early for hockey, and I still hear it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you'll get up early for that. 
And I'd be like, you damn right. I'll get up early for this. I don't <laughs> I enjoy that. Right. No, but, uh, so if, we do have to say, and Caitlin reminded us, our producer, thank you, coffee. Thank you, coffee. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, coffee. I'll write another thank one. Thank you, for coffee. That. Right? We cheese. love you. <laughs> I want to thank the overzealous morning person that comes to the rink at six and is jumping up and down and has already done a workout for the day. Uh, as much as I want to thank the uh, the person that shows up with their eyes half closed and, uh, you know, four scarves and is just ready to sit there and contemplate their life decisions. Thank you. Seriously, parents, thank all of you. Cause um, usually you don't get the thanks from your kids till they're a bit older, but you're getting it from us today. It, it is, you know what? I'll, I'll say this to you, Christy, you've, you've been, through, it's worth the journey, right? It totally is. Worth oh my it. gosh. Right. Yeah. Mike, oh, Mike's in the middle. I think of the friends that I've made, the bonds that we still have with so many parents. I mean, I have, I have a squad, a mom squad. And we get together every month and we catch up on our kids and our kids all play college hockey, but we're still the mom squad and our kids, girls have been playing, you know, hockey since, well, when they were on the girls team, when they were 12 and 13 years old and we've just bonded and we haven't, we haven't, uh, we haven't stopped getting together every month and just keeping in touch with each other. It's just amazing, you know, and hockey. Yeah. Coffee and hockey. Yeah, Coffee. we do. We have your bonds. Yeah, Coffee, hockey. Coffee, hockey. You know, you're all set. Do you yeah. do you tell the mom squad about your pod squad? They oh yeah, they watch. <laughs> there you go. So they're That's watching right now. Thanks, well, squad. Thank you, we mom love squad. You. Yeah, appreciate it. I bet you there are a lot of mom squads out there. I don't know oh, if there I, are I, dad squads. Are there dad squads? Uh, we, Do you have dad I, squads? Call, I think we call it the pop squad, but that's that's our pop right, squads. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's on talk to each other. Could be a new podcast. No, dad, dads, you know, dads stay in the corner of the rink where nobody can look at them while they also contemplate <laughs> their kids and sisters. That's a that's a perfect segue into our last our last thank you here. Here we go. Thank you, our kids play hockey audience. You have invited us into your headphones and car stereos for two years straight and made us a top 10 hockey podcast in the nation. We cannot thank you enough for your trust, emails, and for listening to Lee monologue for minutes at a time. From our families to yours, thank you and happy Thanksgiving. Yes, we love you. Um, I love all the feedback we're getting. I love the emails. I love that people are getting in touch with me on Facebook. Hey, I listen to your podcast. They're messaging me. They're finding me on Instagram. And uh, we've kind of become the Dear Abbeys sort of yeah, of hockey sure. as well. Yeah. Their people are are uh, leaning into us and asking, hey, I got this situation. You talked a little bit about it, but can you tell me a little bit more on how I can deal with this? Um, we really love this because we have all this experience. We want to share it with you. I mean, we don't have all the answers. We can just tell you about our journey and hopefully it'll help yours. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's it, that's and that's one of the greatest parts about this, um, you know, this kind of forum we have is because it, it helps us and it certainly me reminds me of the things that I need to be really grateful of and 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 happy for and that it's not that you know whether whether I think it's uh, a horror show or not you know during during certain parts of the season I'm like well it's really actually not that bad and and we get to hear from a lot of people that are that want them want us to know that they feel more normal. Like they're like, Oh, okay. it's okay to feel like uh, uh, the anxiety and it's okay to feel like I'm, I'm missing an opportunity for my kid. And we all feel that way. And it's, it's okay to say, Oh, I I want, I want to know why my kids not getting more ice time than that kid. This is all, this is all very normal 
things we'd all do as parents. And I think one of the best parts about it is being able to talk about it and then getting the feedback on the strategies that other people use so that we can use them too. I mean, I'll take that free advice any day. I agree. Yeah. And I'll say too, that, you know, I remember the first six months we did this, we got a lot of positive kind of like thumbs up type feedback. And then the email started coming uh, and, and in a good way. And that's when I realized, wow, we might really have something here. Uh, and Mike, just to echo what you said, a lot of them were based on just the, I'm so glad to know that there's other people out there going through what I'm going through, feeling what I'm feeling. Uh, and that was really the goal of the podcast. And again, if all three of us as a team get a lot of emails and as individuals get a lot of emails and texts, uh, uh, and we just try and share our, our resources and our advice the best that we know how, but there really is no show without you listening. So we really want to thank all of you for that. Uh, and, and really the trust too. Uh, we are just three people at various stages of our hockey parentum. Um, and the truth is there's a massive community out there and we're just part of that as well. So really want to thank you for inviting us into your homes and into your headphones and in your cars. And I know some of you listen to this with your kids, which uh, I think is fantastic. So Thank you all for that. I also just want to quickly thank Christy, Mike, and, and Caitlin, our producer, uh, for doing this every week. Again, this is a consistent every single week thing that we do. Um, and you guys are my really good friends. And I, I really am thankful, not just as a podcasting host, but as a hockey parent. You, your experiences have made my journey, I think, much, much easier. I really mean that. Um, I wish uh, I had yeah. this when I was just starting out. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It, it would have avoided a lot of anxiety and stress and uncertainty. Um, so here we are for you guys. Uh, you know, uh, reach out to us. We're 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 friends. We're you think of us as your advisors. Whatever dear, you, you want to think of us. Uh, yeah, dear Just, uh, Man, I wish I had this podcast when I started out. It would have really helped a lot because uh, well, yeah. it's a lot of crap you go through, man. I, 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 I sincerely mean it to both of you. It, it's really been great for me. Mike, I know you've shared those sentiments before too, even where you're at with your kids, but uh, it's been a gift uh, personally, professionally, and as a parent. Uh, three P's in a row. That sounds really smooth the way I said that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love alliteration. I do too. It's, it's, it's the broadcasters. It is. Bravo. And then, Let's get Caitlin on here real quick, which she probably doesn't want to, but we got to thank Caitlin for uh, our producer uh, for editing and putting every one of these up online and making sure that you hear us every week. Uh, we just talk. It's mostly me. And Caitlin is uh, supporting us. There she is. Caitlin, sorry to put you on the spot. Thank you, Caitlin. Caitlin thank you thank so you much guys. for everything. All right. Yeah, and the, and the best is when you just send her emails and it miraculously gets, gets done. an <laughs> invitation and, and people come on. Yeah. <laughs> you might not know this listeners, but this is a four person team at least. So just, uh, Caitlin, I wanted to make sure I started to put you on the spot. Thank That's you so fair. much for everything that you do for the show. Thank, thank um, you guys for providing this for people. Cause this is fantastic. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you get an odd. Yeah. <laughs> you always look fancy in a good way, Christy, but that, that's good. <laughs> No, listen, that's going to do it for this episode. Sincerely, from the bottom of our hearts, we wish all of you nothing but the best Thanksgiving with your family. Uh, if you're doing a Thanksgiving tournament, God bless you. Good luck. Have fun. We hope your kids enjoy it. Um, and as we step into the holiday season, literally, uh, next week, we want to wish you the best. We're going to be here every week throughout the rest of the year. Uh, you can look forward. We've got two episodes coming up with Coach Pete Whitney. He's going to be answering a lot of questions about uh, NCAA hockey, and then starting a program from scratch. Those, those episodes are already ready to go. So tune in next week and remember everybody 
now that you're listening to this, it's gift giving season. Uh, the three of us, four of us, we put together some really great gift get deals kind of inspired by the show for you, your hockey player and, or your team. So if you're interested in looking for that, email us directly at team at our kids We'll send you a link to all the deals or just go to our kids They're there as well. But if you're looking for some options to save yourself money, uh, check that out. Again, the four of us put that together for you. Um, no obligation, but we appreciate you checking it out. And of course, the biggest gift you can give this crew is a thumbs up, a follow, a subscribe, a share, and letting all the other hockey parents out there don't, it doesn't need to be a secret, right, Mike? You can share this podcast with the other hockey parents out there in your team snaps uh, or bench apps or whatever you use to uh, continue to spread this community because that's what we're trying to do. So that's going to do it for me. I'll say thank you one more time. I'll give you both uh, any final words before I do my loop-de-loop close. I appreciate my team here. <laughs> this is just such a great team. You inspire me. Uh, you make me uh, just just keep my spirits up and my confidence about hockey is so much more because of all that um, we do here every week. So, you know, it can get discouraging. I can I gotta be honest with you. There are times when you read about things going on in the hockey world and it's discouraging and upsetting. And especially if it's something that you love so much like we do. And then we get together and it seems like the world is right again. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Appreciate you too, Chris. Micah, quick Micah yeah, no, Bonelli, no, goodbye. Really, <laughs> thanks for the opportunity. And I just, I, I will, I will, I should say thanks to my kids too that listen to this podcast. And I use them as examples of probably more often than I should. And uh, for them putting up with it and, uh, you know, having to deal with, I'm sure they get a lot of eye rolls in the locker room and, like, oh, this guy again. Oh, boy. You know, my <laughs> father said that this guy said this. So, and I get it, but, but really, uh, you know, you got to thank these kids for, for putting up with parents sometimes and remembering that, uh, number one, just like we tell everybody, right? You, that you, when you see your kids, you just tell them how much you love them and how much you love watching them play. And if, if you can do that part, then the rest of it comes easy. Caitlin, you got That's anything? Fantastic. Come on, Caitlin. Caitlin's like, I just want to edit this and get it out already. <laughs> no, I just, like I said, I want to thank you guys for doing the show every week and providing this knowledge for hockey parents out there. I, I think what we do here is fantastic and it's well needed. So, um, yeah. Well, there you have it. That's it for the crew tonight. I'll get out of here quick. That's Christy Cascio, Burns, Mike Benelli, and Caitlin Reese. I'm Lee Elias. Check out ourkidsplayhockey.com for every episode we've ever done or check out whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. We're, we're on, everyone. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week on Our Kids Play Hockey. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. Make sure to like and subscribe right now if you found value wherever you're listening, whether it's a podcast network, a social media network, or our website, ourkidsplayhockey.com. Also, make sure to check out our children's book, When Hockey Stops, at whenhockeystops.com. It's a book that helps children deal with adversity in the game and in life. We're very proud of it. But thanks so much for listening to this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey, and we'll see you on the next episode.